there's a thing in your brain that puts you in survival mode. It knows you're live, so you're really not going to mess up. And if you do, it's okay because it humanizes you and it becomes part of that conversation. And right. that's the beauty of it. You're listening to Real Estate Coffee Talk. I'm your host, Sarah Hilton, and this is your weekly live coffee date with the who's who from every corner of the real estate industry. Every week, we're spotlighting stories that inspire and tips that empower. So whether you're new to the game or are a seasoned pro, there's something for everyone. Now grab your mug and let's get into it. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for another live version of Real Estate Coffee Talk. Ooh. Cheers, Ed. Cheers. Oh, no, Cheers. For what it's worth, Ed is the first one who's come on here that I think actually brought coffee with him. The other ones were water and tea drinkers, but Ed is my new ride or die coffee guy. So yes. cheers to you. Cheers. Love the hashtag on that mug. You like that? Yes, yeah. I had uh, a good friend of mine uh, made this cup for me for Christmas and put, you know, uh, on the back it says, great ideas start with coffee. Uh, hashtag ask Ed. That's perfect. Because what I've learned when I, since being on camera a lot, which I'm sure you know, is I have to drink now with my left hand. All mugs Same. are like made to go this way. Yes. Why is Same. that? I don't know. Because I'm always, I'm on the right hand, but I'm like, well, this one's fine, but this is not like, it's, not, not it's awkward branded. that way. Yes. yes. <laughs> so then like I even have one that's a ghost, you know, and then one that's like a little witch's cauldron and on whenever I hold them up, it's on the wrong side. So you can't see the ghost face and the cauldron and it just kills the vibe. Yes. That's just us. All right. So Ed Troxell, did I say your name right? Yeah. Perfect. All right, cool. Uh, Ed Troxell is joining us from sunny, beautiful California. So uh, he is on Pacific time. It is only nine o'clock over there. So I'm really um, grateful that you chose to jump on with us. Um, first, tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of like what, what you do for work and, and fun. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And yes, as you can see, the lights coming in, which is why I'm playing with this. We'll be talking about video, of course, but just to show you guys like this is, oh, that's actually a little better, but see, I have to stay right in between. Yeah, yeah, or else you get just the, to slat, get that. the yes. slat look, yeah. Um, I'm all about lighting, so that's my one of my biggest things, but we'll get into that more later. But anyway, um, I'm here in Northern California, so we call it wine country, if anybody's familiar with Sonoma County, which is just north of San Francisco, about an hour north. And I am a video coach helping real estate agents and anyone in the real estate profession and beyond, really, uh, use video in their marketing so that they can market themselves differently and really stand out in their local markets. Uh, it's a powerful tool that's literally in the palm of our hands. And it's something that if you think about it, and this is something one of my clients actually brought up to me when she first started working with me is, you know, if you think about it in business, you're always signing up for somebody to help you in some specific area in your business. You always, you know, business coach or um, anybody helping you in your business. But one thing that occurred to her, which I thought was fascinating, was you don't think about hiring a coach for your video purposes. Yeah. And that was a huge moment. So that's that's what I love doing. And then, of course, anything online marketing uh, falls into that category as well. See, this is why we love each other. So me and Ed just met each other in some random Facebook group. <laughs> Yes. And I don't know how we like connected, but probably because we like get so passionate about video and all that stuff, because anyone who's been in this group any amount of time knows that that I'm always like, if there is one thing you should be doing, if there's one tip, I'm always going to tell you video first. And I don't think people think that they need a coach, but I love that concept because it's over all the kind of modern marketing tips I've given people, that one is the biggest hurdle. And it's, I'm sure you've heard, right? Very similar reasons. Like they feel like they look weird on camera. They don't know what to say and all that. Uh, so I could see how coaching would be really, really helpful for that. So how kind of like, how did you get into the actual coaching? Like what were you doing before that? Cause I know video is some, not new, but somewhat new on the scene, how big it exploded. So where did you start and how did you get to where you are now? Yeah, such a great question. And I'm about almost eight years into my business, running my own business, which is amazing. I'm super grateful for it. And I do attribute a lot of that to video and getting over that fear, because just like many of you who are probably watching this thinking, 
I don't like the sound of my voice. I am afraid to be on camera. I don't want to put myself out there. Like all those things were the same things I thought of before I got started with video. And when I first started my business, I left a full-time job at Apple with benefits, stock options, right? All of that stuff. I left that to start my own business again for the second time. And this time I gave myself that permission to go all in. It wasn't just going to be half, half part-time. It was going to be all in. And yeah. I tried to figure out what, how am I going to market myself differently given that I was doing tech support and web design and how would I stand out? And so that's when video, and if anybody remembers Periscope days, uh, Periscope had come out and it was one of those things where I was like, that's it. I have to do that. And then I was like, oh, but I don't want to be in front of the camera. <laughs> I'll yeah. be the guy behind the camera. And that's when I had a real talk with myself in my backyard sat down with myself and said, listen, if you want to make this thing work, you got to get good at video and you have to get in front of the camera. Otherwise you're not going to survive. And from that day on, I got good at being on camera and not worrying about it being perfect and not worrying about having all the bells and whistles. Yes. I've tried to add some fun, cool things in there just because I'm a tinkerer and I like to, you know, I'm what they call a mechanic from one of these profile things that I've taken where I want to play and test things out and see what I can do and how I can make it easier for others to do it. So that's how it evolved. And then real estate came in probably within the last year where I started attracting agents from the other side of the country. You know, I work with people all across the United States and that's where I was like, wow, this is probably the niche that I need to focus in on more because there's content for days and it's yeah. the people business and you need to be on video. Right. And I told a lot of people, I'm like, man, you know, if you are an accountant, let's say a web designer or whatever, even during your days at Apple, how uh, I'm sure that was super cool, but yeah. you're kind of doing the same thing day in and day out. Right. So coming up with video content, I'm sure is, you know, it's like, how many times can I show my spreadsheet? Right. Okay. Whereas in this industry, I'm, I tell people all the time, like literally every day you have like your own reality show. There's there's something new. If you don't have something going on, you can go create it. You can walk into a model home at any time, pretty much. You can go show a house to yourself. I mean, there's so and there there's stories. There's in North Carolina. I'm sure California is much longer, but in North Carolina, our buyer contract itself is 17 pages. I'm like just that is, you know, a month of content, yeah. right? So I love that you said that because I feel like a lot of agents, in, including myself at first, you get tripped up. I'm like, you know, I don't know what to talk about. Yep. <laughs> but when you think of how much content is there compared to, you know, your average job, there, yeah. there's literally something keep you going every day, especially with that short form kind of bite-sized content. Oh, definitely. And you brought up a great uh, point, reality show. So when I first started, I thought, how am I going to make this fun for myself? And I started doing my research because that's what I love doing. And I looked at it and I thought, you know, I need to make this into a show and not just any show, but a talk show, because that's just how my personality is that it just, it works better for me. So I actually studied some of the different talk shows on throughout the day. And I actually created back in the day, Ed Talk TV. And I went live five days a week. Now, I'm not suggesting anybody do this, but I'm just saying how I had to get started was I had to right. just jump in, figure out my plan, and then execute it. And I did that five days a week for almost a full year where I was going live Monday through Friday for an hour and had a full-on show and attracted people all over the world, which was crazy. Um, shout out to my UK friends, you know? And so... <laughs> It was fun. And so that's that's something you have to find for yourself. Like you said, a reality show. If you love reality TV and you want to bring that into your videos, do it. Like find something right. that helps you get over that hump. Just just as an aside, because I have a really great follow up to that. But yeah. um, as an aside, what did you talk about for an hour? Like what? what? Yeah. So I broke I it down. Talk, but that's a, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I broke it down into different segments. Um, so I would try to bring on a guest and, and have them share, you know, their business and who they are, what they do, how they help people. We'd go over content ideas. I also have had random news. So I'd pick up, you know, random news uh, 
things that were either funny or weird or, you know, a lot of tech and marketing business stuff. Um, what else? I think that I had a couple other things in there, but really it was, you know, showcasing my expertise, but yeah. also bringing in others and then having some, some funny moments to go with that. I love that. And and the one thing, because I, I kind of started similarly with, in real estate, the one thing I love about live video versus pre-recorded is that it takes off the entire weight of perfection, yes. right? So I so here's what I did. When I, I first got into real estate in 2019, I had long marketing background before that. And I'm like, oh, I know. I'm going to go work a flexible job, right? Thought it would be easy because I'm like, I love people, you know, I can talk and it's definitely not that easy. So um, my I really struggle like my first year and, you know, I'm sh everyone has the same story. But the advice like cold calling, door knocking, none of that worked for my personality. Sure, it works for other people. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I know marketing. I know videos. So I started a show, too. And this was before uh, TikTok and Instagram came out. So it was really, it was, I was on Facebook yeah. and it was called Real Estate Coffee Talk, but <laughs> I spelled it C-A-W-F-E-E -E to, you know, to fit my personality. And it attracted like a lot of New Yorkers that live already in Charlotte or that were moving here. So it was my people. Yeah. And I just talked about it, real estate stuff. Like in North Carolina, we have a concept called due diligence. Yep. People were so into that. I talked about um, real estate contracts and all that. But one thing I noticed at first, I was pre-recording them. But what happened was then I was spending hours editing and I'm like, oh my gosh, my teeth look weird in that one. Oh my gosh. Yes. I said too much. And then you you spend so much time that by the time you get it out, it's the the, the ROI isn't there, right? right? So then I just started to go live. And that's what I love about live. Like, hey, whatever's going to happen is what's going to happen. A, you're not going to waste your valuable time. We're not video editors. We're not professional producers. And, um, and it, it humanizes you. I'm sure you had that, but it feels like a friend on the other side. Oh, it does. And, you know, most people automatically think that the live one, version is going to be so much scarier than the pre-recorded. And I will say, you know, I am really glad that I forced myself to do live because I think live is so much easier than pre-recorded because of what you said, you I know, agree. you have, you, there's a thing in your brain that puts you in survival mode. It knows you're live. So you're really not going to mess up. And if you do, it's okay because it humanizes you and it becomes part of that conversation. And right. that's the beauty of it. And then again, like you said, you don't spend hours trying to figure out how to edit the video and then what to do with the video. And by the time you're done with all that, you're like, oh, this is done. I mean, how many exactly. of us have done like 50 takes? And then we're like, whatever. I don't care. It just right. do something. You it know? takes so long to even, I feel like when I'm like pre-recording them, it takes so long to even start half the time. Cause I'll be like, Hey guys, this is Sarah. And I'm like, Oh, I said guys too weird, you know? And then you just keep going on the same thing. Whereas if you're just live and, and similar to what you said, I tell agents, like, you know, this job, you know, real estate in and out, you know, our buyer contracts, like you just have to, you're not afraid to meet someone at a coffee shop and go over our buyer contract do the same thing online you you i agree you really can't mess up so i i love that live versus pre-recorded thing so speaking of kind of like the live versus pre-recorded um when specifically when you're working with realtors like what are some of the biggest hang-ups you notice that kind of have stopped them from either getting on or being consistent with their video Yes. Uh, it's getting on video is the tough part for uh, many because again, same things that we talked about. I don't like the sound of my voice. I don't like the way I look. Listen, you look the same in person as you do on video. Okay. And if you think that you're going to throw on a bunch of filters on a video, think twice about that because here's a big thing that I want to stress is authenticity, right? And this is why video is so important. And I say it's the next best thing to you being in person because mm -hmm. when somebody sees your video come across their feed, they may or not even, they may or may not even know who you are. And when they see that video, there's going to be a connection made. And then when you're speaking the words that really resonate with them, they're going to want to dive deeper into who is this person? What else can I find out about them? They're going to research you. And 
yes, your photo from 20 years ago is beautiful and it's great. And that regular real estate pose is fine. But understand yeah. that if that's not who you are today, that's going to cause a disconnect. And same thing with if you put one of these crazy cool filters on that make you look 20 years younger or makes you look like an entirely different person. It might be fun, but don't do it when you're presenting yourself to people online because it causes a disconnect and you're going to lose trust. It's right. so, so important. You know, building trust is huge. And once you have it, it you're gold. But then when you do other things that start to cause a disconnect, then it's like, wait, that's not the same person, is it? And then there's questions and then people are confused and then you lose them. Right. And it, like the other side of that is most people on the consumer side, you know, we had um, Kim Dracolich a couple of weeks ago talking about TikTok. But when you put yourself on the consumer side, for the most part, I don't I I scroll through way too many reels on TikTok a day like. I cannot think of one person that I stopped at and I've been like, whoa, she looks old. Right. Whoa, she has a bunch of wrinkles or whatever. Like, right. We that's not what people are seeing. They're seeing the value they're they're meeting you as a person or, or you know, whatever they're getting from you. That's it's not a dating app. You know, like it's, that's not what we're here for. So yes. I, I think that's a big hang up that people really have to get over. And yes. and like you said, eventually. They're going to meet you in person anyway. So, you know, whatever the, if you're so scared of having wrinkles or whatever, you look old, uh, it's because it's for the most part, it's women, but, but men too. Right. But, um, you know, if you're so scared of that, they're going to see it eventually. Yeah. And here's, here's the bonus when you, and we'll get to the second part of that question here in just a second for those mm -hmm. keeping up with us. Uh, yeah. But here's the other cool thing when you're on video for, because most of my clients are women. I, I love being able to find these little tips and tricks, you know, to help support all of us on camera and, and what I call our video positivity, right? Um, that's what I'm here to help with. And one cool thing with being on video, if anybody's worried about, you know, wrinkles or anything like that, is you get lighting. So you can find a spot and put on the light if it's not like you can have one nearby. So a ring light or you can have... Yep regular light coming in from your window and good lighting really gets out any wrinkles and this really ring light highlights. over here is my savior yes. 90 buck ring light yeah love and it that's exactly so look at that if anybody's concerned about the way you look or anything like that look at that that's why i love lighting too because it does enhance everything and it just makes it that much you know it amplifies it there yeah, for um, sure. And it and it's sometimes like for me myself, I mean, I get I'm in my 40s. I get, you know, self-conscious of my wrinkles and stuff like that. But it also just gives me that that tiny little push I need to be like, all right, you know, it's not so bad. It's not yes. as bad as it looks in that corner. <laughs> exactly. And we are our worst critics. And just like when we started, I hate, well, that's not bad, but look, if I was here. Yeah. Having this would drive me nuts. Not yeah. only you, but it would drive me nuts, right? That's so right. it's it's part of finding something that makes you comfortable. Um, another thing to help with being comfortable on camera is wearing something close to you. So wearing your favorite t-shirt. And it doesn't have to be the one on the outside. It yeah. could be the one on the inside, right? The holy one or not yeah. like the holy. I mean, it could be, but yeah. the actual holes. <laughs> um, I like to crack jokes, you know, what can yeah. I say? Uh, you can have, you know, your yoga pants on that are the most comfortable thing if you're just doing the waist up like we are, like right? Your sweatpants? Yes. yes. <laughs> like find those things that work for you. Or we started off with our coffee in hand, right? Yeah. You can't see, but I'm holding it right now in front of me, just like you would at a networking event that's super awkward. And you're like, who am I going to talk to? I don't want to look weird or funny. So you grab a drink and you hold on to it. Like yeah. there's all these little things that you can do to make yourself more comfortable on camera. I love that. I lo I I have never even thought of it that way of just pretending. I mean, I've I've told people there's a there's a lender I work with a lot. I've been trying to get him on video. Michael, if you're watching this. Oh, Michael, let's get you yes. on. <laughs> I've been trying to get him and and I I told him like he his fear was I'm not funny. I'm not TikTok influencer, whatever. I was like, it doesn't matter because I like working with him because he's 
honest. He knows his stuff. He, you know, you're going to be attracted to people who you're attracted to. So I'm like, you got to sit down and just be Michael. Like the way you have this horde of realtors who like to work with you for a certain reason, that's how you're going to attract people online. And, and I love that, what you said about just being comfortable, like whatever it's true. Having coffee here makes me comfortable or else my hands would be all over the place. And, oh yeah. And, and, you know, to that point too, uh, and, and I promise we'll get to the the second part Mm -hmm. there of that question, but Michael, you know, and anybody who else is feeling the same way, understand that chances are, I'm just guessing here, but chances Mm -hmm. are you're not trying to become the influencer, like the mega influencer who has millions of followers and is super cool online, but really isn't making any bank, right? Right. You're trying to be the influencer in your specific area of expertise and probably in your specific local market. So understand that that goal is totally different. And that's the same with like, when it comes to followers. Um, Personally, I do not like having a goal of, you know, I need a thousand followers or, you know, I need 500,000 followers. That's not really a goal in my opinion, because what does that do for you? Right. right. You have to ask yourself, what does that mean? Because you could have all of those followers and still never see a scent or a conversation come from them because they're not real or they're not your people. So your people. Yeah. Exactly. Just like you could have a video go. I think some people I've seen, they focus on like a viral video and yeah. you can have one video go viral. But if it's, if it's like one time I posted a video of my son has like a little detailing company. I posted his detailing company video on my marketing Instagram oh, cool. by accident. It got the most views of anything I've <laughs> I had ever posted up to that point. And I, and I got like some followers from it, but I was like, this is annoying because now it's a bunch of like people that like watching cars get vacuumed. So you can have a video go viral. That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to help your end goal, which are, uh, you know, having a lot of followers doesn't pay our mortgage. Right. Having a bunch of people who are going to convert is is what works. Yes. So and, super and important. I, I know I'm taking this over, but when you talk about authenticity. Yeah. Um, so. Another thing going back to Michael, I'm going to tag him in this thing later, but um, (laughs) going back to Michael is that I think also people think that, and and it's not just Michael, but people think that they have to be, you know, this other lender they saw online that's killing it, or I have to be this agent that's doing this, where in reality, I'm not, I'm not them. And I don't know if you saw, there's a, there's a guy in Staten Island, New York. I forgot his Instagram handle, but I'll post in the comments. He is like, he's probably in his seventies typical like italian rough around the edges he does he breaks every rule that you and i would ever give to an agent on video i love but it. he is wildly popular yeah. on instagram and get, because he just stands like hey this is joey there's an apartment like that that's how we oh i know it's island-wide realty you gotta look island-wide up. okay yes he's hysterical but um you know, that authenticity, just like me with the new uh, real estate coffee talk, it was so much easier because that could just be me. I didn't have to be a Southern belle in Charlotte. I could yes. be me. And once you, the, the same with your looks, but once you attract people with who you are, it makes it so much easier for them to work with you later. Oh, a hundred percent. And that's yeah. the thing, you know, one of my escrow officers uh, that I've worked with she, uh, in her area, it's very regulated. So she was having trouble, you know, showing up on social media and trying to figure out what to post, how to post and how to even get into the video piece of it. And so we started working together and she has now started to come way out of her shell and has been posting content now on her social media more consistently. So it's not just about being on video, but being more consistent in herself that not only is she attracting more clients, but her people in her field are like, Hey, I've noticed your stuff. It's good. I need to do stuff like that. Like now she's become the influencer, if you will, for that piece of it. And I share that because I want you all to think about like what you had just mentioned, Sarah, about looking at other people's stuff. We are going to look because we're curious, we're, we're all nosy and we're all going to play the comparison game, but we have to make sure that we don't play it for too long. Meaning look, Great if stuff is working or you like stuff, whatever, but then move on. Because if you spend too much time comparing yourself, you don't know what stage the other person's at. 
They could be on stage 20 and you're still at stage one. And yeah. you also don't know what it took to get to that stage, right? Yep. That's the big one. And that ties us back to that second part of that question, which is we talked about people getting on camera being fearful, but once you're on camera, how do you become consistent? It's your time. And I will tell you, everyone struggles with time management. But as I've learned over this past year with agents, especially, yes. is time management is an opportunity for you all, all right. of you. And you should be treating your video content and or social media content just like you would with a client, which I know there's some opportunities there for some people too. But yeah. make time for it and put it in the calendar and there's lots of ways to do that but just keep it simple and pick a day and time starting right now where you're going to commit to at least 30 minutes each week to do xyz whether that's to record a video plan a video post a video like whatever it is make a commitment today and break that down so that it's a goal you can achieve Right. So do you find like a lot of the people you work with, are they batching their content? Some will batch. And, and for some that will be easier. Um, a lot of people though do like going just in the moment, especially okay. once they get used to the tech part of things. It's yeah. like, okay, cool. I, I got the tech down. I have a few ideas and then the ideas start to flow. You know, all we need to do is just turn that faucet just a little bit and boom, everything starts to flow because once you get into that habit and, and you build on slowly, then everything becomes content and you see things differently. And that's when you start to really get into your own uh, flow and you really start to share what your vibe is and people will be attracted to it. And right. that's where you'll start to get more traction, which by the way, that traction may not mean likes and comments all the time. A lot of people, right? A lot of people, especially your ideal clients, will not like, comment, or share your stuff. It just is what it is. And I can tell you from personal experience, I can tell you from clients I've worked with, Sarah's nodding her head and saying, yes, it's one of those things that we have to understand when we shift our mind just a little bit. It's We're not doing it for the likes and the, the comments, although those are great. Right. We're doing it for our people and to share our expertise so that when they're ready, they'll reach out to us, not when we're ready for them to reach out to us. Right. And and the best part about that, so I think like the underlying thing is you have to trust the process, right? There it is. We know that video works. There's a, okay. Uh, so we know that video works, right? Yep. Um, so it's almost like any other type of marketing, you know, people go knock on doors, they may get a million no's until they get a yes. But, but we know that even door knocking works for some people, right? So it's one of those things that you got to just keep on doing it, trust the process, because it does pay off. And I know I've done plenty of videos, even when I was doing that show where no one would comment, and then I would get someone calling me like, Hey, um, I want to buy a house. Can you help me? And and Kim Draglich, um, the TikTok girl, talked about this too. Like the great thing, and I'm sure you found this with your clients, is that when those leads come, they're they're ready. They're not yes. like uh, I was thinking about next year. So you don't have to go through that whole process of warming them up. They're ready to go. Exactly. That's the beauty. You know, one of my clients came to me for my coaching program came to me from watching me on a Facebook Live. It wasn't on my show. I was being interviewed, similar to this, uh, yeah. on a public page. And she wanted to book a call because she's like, I, I need this. I want to talk more. And so I thought the call was really going to be talking about the program and, you know, not convincing, but just I thought it was going to be more of a cold call, right? right? Like a sales call. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> we got on the phone and she was like, I, where do I pay? Like, I, I just... And it literally was maybe, I don't know, 30, 45 minute live interview where I was being interviewed. And there was a snippet, probably I'd say more, no more than two minutes that caught her attention. And she was like, where do I pay? I, I want this. Like, let's just do it. Oh and it was like the first time where I was like, whoa, like yeah. what? And so that's what happens. Now, again, I had no expectations. I didn't go into that call saying, I'm going to get a client from this one video within 20 minutes of it being posted. Right. No, 
I went in yeah. to serve and to provide value and knowing that the ROI will come. You know, I always say you got to show up, deliver and engage. Those are the three keys to success in anything that you do. And that when it comes to putting things out online, it's your content, which I'm going to say video content, plus conversations equals your conversions. Those conversions may be sales. They may be partnerships. We don't know because it depends on what those conversations are. But I promise you, when you do that, it will work out. Yeah. And and going two things. One, like I noticed that um, this business coach I used to be in, she made such a good analogy and I use it all the time, but it's any type of marketing, but video specifically because we both love it, right? Yeah. It's like putting a bag of popcorn in the microwave, right? You, you put it in and for a little while, you're just watching it spin and it seems like it's doing nothing. You're yeah. standing there hungry. The movie's about to start, you know, and then you just hear like one little pop and then one Ooh. and then, you know, all of a sudden it's it's everywhere. I and like that. that is exactly what happened with video. Even like on the other side of my marketing side, um, I have a group that I've done like daily videos with for months now. Right. Months. And it I was getting very few views. Not fun, but we stuck with it specifically melissa young she's in this group too all tiger stuck with it all of a sudden one of my videos after everything getting 500 views one of them got over 500,000 views which brought in 9,000 followers which isn't the big thing but what that brought in was little things here and there of how do i work with you can you teach a class how, where's your services get no it's literally non-stop now which is i mean not non-stop but you know it's consistent right, right. Yes. So, I mean, and now I look back and I'm like, and, and I'm sure your agents have said this, but the only regret I would have is not doing it sooner. There it is. Right? Yes. Right. Yep. And, and once you see the business coming in, even on the real estate side, you know, I was like, man, I should have done this even more. And then, you know, a commission on here, you know, on a $500,000 house, $15,000 commission, is like, yeah, I would um, show my wrinkly face for $15,000. Like, there you go. <laughs> so when you think about like that, it's it becomes like, you know what? Let me just get over it because yeah. uh, it's worth it. And that's, right? that's a huge point I want to stress. Listen, we're in the fourth quarter, which means you're already planning the first quarter of 2024. And it's so important for you to think about how are you going to market yourself differently? How are you going to incorporate more video work into your marketing? It doesn't have to just be for social media. I have clients who are specifically working on video for email marketing purposes, yes. right? Like texting purposes. Yes. There's so many ways you can use video, but I don't want anyone watching this live today to sit here in the next month or two months or six months down the line to say, gosh, I wish I would have started sooner. Start today and just take that one next step. It doesn't have to, you don't have to become a full on video creator today and video expert tomorrow. Start with what's the next step. Give yourself permission maybe today. And then tomorrow you start to take that next step. And that may be just holding your phone, right? There's yeah. so many different steps that you can take. And I want to break it down simple for you with those examples. So understand it's the fourth quarter, it's game time. You have to make a decision. Are you going to take a step forward? Or are you going to stay stuck and in a few months probably wish you would have taken that step forward? Absolutely. Especially at this time in the market. I know nationwide, you know, it's still a great market, but things have, this is already going to be a slow time of year, but mm -hmm. these interest rates really have things slowing down. So the great thing about video is it's free. You can, you can, it doesn't cost money if you have your phone and, you know, some natural light and an Instagram account or a Facebook account yeah. or a TikTok account, it's free marketing. So, I mean, there's really no excuse. You don't have to say, I don't have money for uh, buying leads. I don't have this. Right. This is the time yes. to do it. Instead of thinking about, oh God, is this market ever going to get better? Oh God, I'm so slow. Uh, you know, absolutely just spend that. And I am, we could be here all day, but I am so big on the video and the email and yes, that's a whole nother level. It is, isn't it? And that's the beauty of it. Once you get comfortable, you're like, cool, I can just throw this here. I can put this there. And you brought up a good point too. 
use this time wisely, guys. It, it's so important for you to not focus on the negatives and what you can't control. Focus yeah. on what you can control. You yeah. can't control the market. You can't control how people are going to react to the information that they're getting. You can control, though, how you're going to share that information for your local market. Maybe compare it to the national level, but compare it to your local market. Because right. at mm -hmm. the end of the day, people want to know what's happening in their specific area. Right, right. And on top of that, you don't even have to leave your house. Like, you could literally stay where you're at right now, put a green screen behind you, not an actual green screen, but Instagram and TikTok have options for you to throw a photo of an article or of the rates or whatever. And you could just sit there and talk about it. That's the beauty of where we're at right now with video and the mm -hmm. fact that you have it in the palm of your hands. And that's how you will market yourself differently and stand out so that when people are ready to buy or sell, they know to contact you because you're the one that they've been seeing pop up more and more. And you're the one that's the trusted voice that they've been hearing. Right. Absolutely. And the, so the agents you work with, I'm, I'm curious about the, um, someone said, I'll video my face for $15,000. Exactly. When you, when you think of it like that, it changes it, right? Like it does. I love that example. That $15,000 will buy some Botox if you're worried about your wrinkles. Like it's fine. Um, yes. So the agents you're working with, um, cause I, I do want to touch on the email thing later because it's yeah, yeah. so exciting to me, but the, um, the agents you work with, what kind of content do you feel are posting? Cause I know I'm sure you've heard people thinking that they have to be funny or they have to do dances and all this stuff. Right. What, what are the, uh, what kind of content are your agents posting right now? Yeah. So great question. And I want to also squash the dancing thing because here's the thing. Even if you're not on TikTok, I know TikTok's like the big thing when everyone hears about TikTok, they're like, oh, you got to be dancing on there and I'm not a dancer, so I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. No, pay attention to TikTok. It's no longer just a dancing app. It's something that you want to keep in mind if you want to jump over there. But when it comes to video, don't be something you are not. Now, I will pivot up for a second and just say, try something just to see if it's something you want to do or not, right? Because right. You may not be a dancer. I'm just going to use this for a quick example. You may not be a dancer, but you might want to try it because you're like, well, you know what? That's actually really easy. All I have to do is, is this, right? Yeah. And if I have my favorite song on, right. no problem. But if you're like, listen, I'm not dancing for nobody, nowhere, <laughs> then don't do that. And right. find something else that works for you, like the green screen. Or you can see that my background's blurred a little bit here. And this is something that I like doing because it puts me into perspective a little bit more and yeah. it doesn't get distractions in the back. Right. And then I can talk to you with a whiteboard or anything like that's the cool thing about video. So with my agents that I've worked with, they've done things from home tours to educational purposes to having just a video of, let's say, a, a bathroom. You know, they're showing off the bathroom in the home. And then there's text on the screen talking about, you know, the home price or maybe interest rates. Like there's different ways you can get creative with it where you are in front of the camera because people need to see and hear from you. Yes. And then there's other ways that you can just do home pieces or the garden or the neighborhood where you're not in it. And maybe your voice is going over there. Yeah. The biggest thing, though, is don't hide from the camera and if you're doing things like just sold, I know this one comes up all the time, so I'll talk about this one. Um, just sold photos. Great. Post that if you want. That's awesome. But I want you to also keep in mind that if you can take the next step and create a video talking about the home, the story behind it, if yeah. you still have content from the walkthrough that you did, like show off, you know, this is the dining room uh, where our clients met with the family every night for dinner with no phones. Can you imagine having a sit down dinner with no phones and everyone talking to each other? This is where it happens. And you know how many people, especially parents will resonate with that. They're like, I can't get my 12 year old, and my 18 year old off the phone. I want that dining room. I want right. to buy that house. Like get me in to see that house. Like, you know, I kind of mixed the story up a little bit there, but you get what I'm saying is like, no, it's perfect. I, you know, I, 
storytelling and i don't have the stats in front of me but i know that when you tell a story is way more likely to be remembered by the person coming across it so i've told people um like people who are managers social media most of them won't do it but i've they probably need you but i've told them like <laughs> when you do a closing when you have something on the contract or even when you're just taking a buyer out or even hey if you don't have any clients yet when you're just starting you yeah. can still tell a story about yes. any house you go into about yourself about your career like everything is a story when you think about it so a just listed oh i'm sorry a, a just sold post like you said instead of saying just sold you can jump on there and be like just close this house. Let me tell you how it went. You don't have to give your client names, you know, right. but if you tell, I, I love that you said that about the table, but if you tell little things like that, or, yes. uh, you know, they really thought they couldn't because of the interest rates, but right. they were able to get concessions, you know, cause people just hear interest rates in the news. They don't hear yeah. all these other things. So storytelling is huge. And if you can't quite come up with it, here comes my best friend, Chad GPT. Yes. You can dump any information into Chad GPT. I just sold this. If you're not the storytelling type, right? Yep. I just sold this house at 123 Main Street. Uh, it had this, it had this. One room that I liked was this. These are my clients, whatever. And it'll write a story for you. And there you go. Now you tell the story, you know? So there's really no excuse. No. And just spending a little bit more time pays off so oh, yeah. much when it comes to this kind of marketing, right? A hundred percent. And you mentioned the interest rates. I want to just plant that seed for everyone right now going through that challenge. Yeah. Start taking notes, create a document and document every conversation around interest rates that you have, any sales that you have, any listings that you have, put it all in that document because you may be able to use that information in the future, whether it's now or in the far on future um, right. for your content, you know, because we don't know what's going to happen with interest rates. They may even go higher. And so you can use the time right now where people were challenged by it to talk about that. If for whatever reason they do go higher later on, yeah. it's really oh, important. God. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Let's take it back. But you I know, know. <gasps> it's one of those things. And I will say, educate people. It's the biggest thing. You know, I, I don't remember his name right now, but there's a guy on TikTok that I follow. Um, actually, if you're on my Instagram, I believe I put it in uh, of my highlights for video examples. Oh, yeah. um, but he does such a good job with breaking down what happened. Let's just say, and forgive me, I'm not going to have the exact dates, but let's just say, you know, 20 years ago versus right. now, and he'll do the interest rates and then he'll do, and it, he's talking on screen, but he has these texts pop up on the screen. So it shows you the, the time of year, the interest rates, the um, the cost of the house, nothing close to anything in California, but you know, like the point is, is that he breaks it down and he has the conversation with you. So it's being that educational piece and you're also getting engagement because people are gonna have conversations in the comments, which then will help you get a better understanding of are they potential clients for you? Are they asking questions that you could then share on another video? Like there's so much that happens when we put out content and when we just show up as we are. And he's not doing anything crazy. I mean, besides putting text on the screen, right? Yeah. Well, and he's educating. And I always feel like, you know, I, my personality tends to communicate better with humor. So I've done some humorous videos, but the, and those get likes, you know, and they get some comments. But the ones that have converted are always that educational piece. And I'm sure you've told your agents this, but one thing I always try to also, um, you know, put put forward to people is don't be afraid to have the conversations that people are thinking. Like what? right now, if you go to answerthepublic.com where it gives you search data, people are always searching how to sell my house without a realtor, how to sell my house FISBO. And it makes sense, right? Everyone wants to save 6%. You can't blame them for that on a $500,000 house. Again, oh God, what's five times six? It's $40,000, right? So you can't blame them for wanting to save that. Yep. But if you're if you're free to approach the conversation or if you're just going to say, you're dumb for being a FISBO, real estate agents are blah, blah, you're not going to capture them like that. But if you, if you come and you say, hey, for the most part, you're going to pay a buyer's agent. So let's shave off 3% of that, right? Yeah. And then uh, here is this data point, this data point, this data point that says that you, on average, for sale by owners are going to sell for less. 
So we're not talking about saving. So you, you don't want to spend 11% to save 6%. Right. And, and when you do it like that, and when you're not afraid to like broach the conversation with, with your video, yeah, you, you build trust and you're already talking about what they're thinking. Yes. And that's what resonates with them. So have those conversations. Don't beat around the bush. Well, it's a great time to buy. If it's really not, then right. say it, but have a follow-up with, you know what? It may not be the right time to buy. I get that, but it does depend on your specific situation. And here are some situations that you may be able, you may be forced to buy something right now, or you right. may be forced to sell something like educate and have that conversation and just be that sounding board for people because that's what they need. And that's, what's going to make you stand out because all the other agents are not doing that. Right. And no one likes an agent with like commission breath. That's right. Exactly. Like, be there for the person. Yes. I've seen so many agents that it's like, it's so funny, even, even over just me being in this world for four years or so, just, it's like when it was a great market to sell, everyone was like, I don't, but a sucky market to, I mean, I guess it was great for interest rates, but it was like, no matter what, it's always a great time to buy and sell. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's not sometimes like I, I had a lead a few years ago, kind of like in the, when we were coming up to that height of 2020, 21. And she thought we were about to hit that peak and then it was going to drop. And she was like, well, should I sell my house? You know, I could go rent an apartment. I just want to make, and I was like, no, do not sell your house. Um, it's going to keep going up probably because interest rates are so low, inventory is still down. I'm like, just stay there. Now, at that point, her house was worth like 380 Could I have taken her $12,000 commission and let her go into her apartment? Of course. But right. I was like, no, girl, that's dumb. And yeah. she ended up moving in with her boyfriend. So then it was, by the time they were ready, it was her house, her boyfriend's house, and then they bought a house. So okay. me saying, I know I wish everyone was like that, yeah. but- I, I gotta know. go after those those like uh, mature people who are getting together and selling yes. their own houses. <laughs> Three deals on one, but uh, me, she remembered that basically, so she trusted me because she was like, "This girl probably could have sold my house and taken a commission," and she she would have believed she still would have gotten multiple offers. But well, I think it was only like four or five months later, her home price went up like thirty, forty thousand dollars because the yes. craziness. Well, people people respect that and they do notice you know when i worked at apple i was doing sales and people would and i wasn't on commission and people would line up and wait 30 or more minutes just to work with me because they had known from a previous experience that i wasn't there to sell them on anything that they didn't need like right. i'm here to educate you buy it or don't like yeah. that's up to you right and now you have a more informed decision so people see that and they really respect that because too many people are out there for that paycheck and just look at the dollars. And that's not where we're at, especially these days. And it's kind of like, it's a short term uh, plan, right? Yes. You may get someone to, to, to buy or sell with you quickly, but they're probably not gonna turn to a consistent client because there's there's not trust there. Exactly. So, okay, we, look at this list of questions we have guys, but me I, and I, I could be here all day. <laughs> okay, so uh, is there a certain platform you feel like agents should be on? Yes. So <laughs> I hesitated just because I will say the three platforms I would say to pay attention to and have a presence on is going to be Facebook. Love it or hate it. It's still number one out there. So it's still important. SEO. For your business. Yes, yeah. exactly. Especially when we look at SEO. Yeah. So Facebook, Instagram, and by the way, have a public page on Instagram. Oh my if God. you are an agent and you have a private account, I will tell you, you're already losing business from the start. Yeah. No one is going to request to see your private uh, account. Like that's no. just, it's, it feels spammy too, by the way. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to throw a curveball probably for some LinkedIn have a presence on all three. You can add in TikTok, but LinkedIn, again, we're thinking about not just social media, but where are our clients at? Where is SEO at? And yeah. those are three platforms that when someone's Googling you typically will show up on that first page of Google, most likely before your website. So it's really important to have a presence on all three and update, 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 update your about section. I will stress this part. Sorry, Sarah, you got me on this. No, I so love it. <laughs> Facebook. Let's go back to Facebook for a second. 
after this call, please spend 10 minutes. You may only need five. Yeah. Go update your profile on Facebook. I want your personal profile and your business page profile updated with your contact info and information that you are a real estate agent. Because yeah. I can't tell you on Facebook specifically how many people I come across their profile. And I don't care if you don't post from your personal, still update the profile because I can still see it. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people do not have information that they're a real estate they're in real estate business and that they here's their website and yet they're in groups complaining about they don't have any business and it's like well you're not identifying yourself on these platforms where people are already researching and it's Even not for yeah. other referrals like yes. like you i the amount of times I've been like, someone has responded to, to something for me asking for a referral. And then I go to their website to call them or, or I'm sorry, their Facebook to call them or, or whatever. And I can't find their contact information. I'm like, how am I, what am I sending a carrier pigeon? Like, how am I supposed to? So they, they immediately drop off my list of people who I'm going to contact because I can't contact them. And I tell that on Instagram all the yes. time because Instagram is very easy to see where you're at. I'm like, a, have your contact information and the market you work in. So many people are like, realtor with EXP. Where? EXP right. is all across the country. Like, <laughs> be hyper-local in that thing. And then, um, you know, have your contact information. And I think a call to action, specifically on Instagram, is what do you want them to do? Yeah. Do you get them on your profile? Can they schedule a consultation? Can they buy, uh, download your buyer's guide? Like yeah. something to get them deeper into your funnel. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, so don't feel bad if you haven't done it yet. That's what today's for. Now yes. you're going to make that your action item. Five minute fix. And and yes. all these little things are like baby steps, but they all, they all help. They're all kind of drops in a bucket. Oh, so, yeah. Love that. Okay. So, well, we, we talked a little bit about the video ideas, but do you have any like specific tips and tricks like where agents can get ideas for their videos? Yes. So, well, speaking of funnels and talking about social media, I do have a free um, training around that. So if anybody's interested, they can I use chat GPT training. It's like a 10 minute video where I'm training you how to get 30 days of content in 30 seconds. Yes. Um, and so that's a great place to go. So then that way you can get those ideas. And then there's also extra training around how to create your videos and what to do and the five videos that you want to create. So I'd say start there. Um, and then there's also resources around, like you mentioned, answer the public, um, mm -hmm. where you can go and see questions and then just start making notes on the conversations that you have. You just watch this for almost an hour. What con what ideas do you have? What questions do you have? Write those down. And then if you're going into groups and you're participating, which I hope you are, you because that's one way to stand out because a lot of people don't. Write down questions and your answers from those groups. I go into groups all day long and I'm answering questions and I'm writing those down and I'm using those in my own marketing for mostly email right now, but they're gonna turn into videos. Right? right. There's content everywhere. So it's just starting and start documenting and then you can start creating and releasing. Yeah. I told people, obviously those are the obvious ones and we'll put a link. Um, if you are watching live, we'll put a link to his training. And then if you're listening on the podcast, we'll put that in the show notes. But, um, those obviously like I love surge data because it's, it's obvious. This is, it, you know, you're just kind of re I mean, reverse engineering it, yeah. but Facebook groups, like Ed, you're probably not in these groups, but mom groups. I should like, be though. I would love to. <laughs> They're just flooded with content that you could use for real estate. Like even, you know, those groups where they're like, we're looking for this kind of house. We're looking for this kind of neighborhood. And, and maybe you're not one of the 120 agents that comments and gets the deal. Right. Yeah. But that information, what they're asking for is so you know, helpful when it comes to what kind of content you're going to create. So you can make a whole yes. video of like, hey, these are um, the places that have top rated schools in their zone and are also near a park or, you know, whatever these people are asking for yes. um, or have an active community. Like all these things, these are what these moms are asking for. Like where do the kids play outside? You know, right. if you put stuff like that, I mean, it's not breaking fair housing law, but really good content there. Okay. 
Yep. Love that. Um, so, I mean, we kind of talked about what can agents be doing, doing during their downtime already, but same thing you would say, just start. Yeah, it's 100% start. Really give yourself that permission today. I'm going to do video and it's going to be good. Don't worry about all the other things happening in your mind and what do I need? What do I don't? All that. You have it. It's in the palm of your hand. And just start recording videos. And I say that I know it's not easy. That's where you have to take that next step to find your resources and people to connect with to help support you with that. But really, it's about getting comfortable with recording your video. And one way that you can start on your own is by recording video of just you. You don't have to post it at this point if that's the stage you're in, but it's getting used to it. And, and then, of course, there's exercises you can go through to continue moving forward. But start and remember the three keys to success. You got to show up, deliver some information, and then you engage with others. And that's what's going to lead to those conversions later on. Absolutely. And if, if you are watching this, there's quite a few people watching. If you're watching this and you go to do your video this week, it's Monday. I mean, I know you said you don't have to post it today, Yeah. but the people that I've worked with that have been the most scared of video, it's like you, you almost have to do it today. Uh, I would <laughs> love it if you do it today. Yes. And I'll give you 48 hours. on social, like yes. tag us so we can go give you a comment. And here's the thing that comment's going to help your post be seen by more people and it's going to help Absolutely. your account in general. So there's free yes. engagement right there. So if you're going to post your video, I mean, I, I, we can give you till tomorrow of girls who have to blow out their hair, but I would <laughs> say do give yourself a deadline because yes. what happens is we record these videos. They stand like before I got, um, used to doing video a lot. I used to just save like 3 million Instagram real audios. Oh, never yeah. use them so and it's always like oh maybe tomorrow i'll you know i'm gonna sit down oh I'll, I'll do it this week i'll do it next week i'll do it in 2024 it's the the someday will never come so do what ed said just start but when we say just start we mean like today you'll feel yes. so much better add yes. it to the comments tag us whatever you want to do we will go like it you will do great and you're gonna be so happy you did it and you brought up a good point too. I want to erase any um, fears or wasted time around audio and effects and all that. Listen, go record a basic video, no extras, yeah. and then post it. That's all you're focused on right now. Don't worry about trending hashtags or songs or, or filters or any of that stuff. Worry about what we talked about today. Good lighting, a topic, and you recording and posting. Yeah. That's what you need to do. And you're done. And very, it sounds harder, but I promise it's easier. Okay. So Ed, tell them, I know we put in the links. I am going to, cause I think your things went into the private link. So I am going okay. to post in these comments, but you go ahead and tell them for a, um, and then we have a question here. Oh gosh, I'm going to yeah. have to post these things later. Tell them where yeah. to follow you. And then I'm going to yeah. go on this question so here. I'm on all platforms. Instagram is probably the easiest uh, for everyone to just click on and find all my links. Um, but if you just go to my website, edtroxel.com, last name is spelled here on the screen, edtroxel.com, you'll see at the bottom a links to all my socials, as well as the option to go grab that 30 day, um, 30 days of video perfect. content and 30 seconds training. Perfect, perfect. Okay. And then let me get, to, and I put um, the Instagram in the group, I'll put the other ones um, when we're off of here. I haven't yeah. quite figured out how to comment publicly uh anyway that's a whole nother thing so okay so someone said i am going to sound like a true rookie record a video oh so she's asking about us saying recording videos so yeah. um well he or she i can't see it from here but said um record a video and then post it where on our business page on reels what's your everywhere if you want if that's if that's where you're at right now let's go everywhere but if you're just if you're focused on facebook do it on your business page. If you are more of an Instagrammer, do it on Instagram Reels. Um, you could do stories, but let's go to Reels because then that stays longer. And then that gives us an option to comment publicly so that we can help right. boost your account. So I would say to Instagram if that's that's the preferred choice. Yeah, that's your preferred. And so many times, I'm sure you get this question so many times, people are like, well, 
you know, when you talk about posting video, which platform should I be on? Should I be on Facebook? Should I be on Instagram? Should I be on TikTok? And I'm like, where do you like to be? You know, where do you spend the most time? Where are your people? If you prefer being on Facebook a lot, post on Facebook. Just start there. Just just start wherever you want today. And that's it. Start. Oh, and be sure to tag us. Or, yes. or post your link in the group or whatever. And then I was we just going to say, if you can't tag us, yeah, drop it in the group. Yes, yes, please do. So, all right, cool. Ed, this was great. Obviously, you, you and I could be here all yeah. day <laughs> talking about video. Okay, so a little bit of rapid fire questions. I think I know the answer to this one, but Apple or Android? <laughs> <laughs> Apple. <laughs> okay. Uh, books or audiobooks? Uh, audiobooks, two times speed. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, Netflix or podcasts? Oh, probably podcasts. Me too. Um, okay. And then let's see, what's a big California? My husband grew up in LA. So I'm thinking what's a, what's a real California question? Oh, okay. Um, Dodgers or, uh, what's the one you have up by your Padres? Giants. <laughs> Giants. I probably should just... Oh, that's San Diego. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't I know. Probably should go with Giants. Giants. <laughs> Giants. Okay. Well, you you win. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have even tried the sports analogy. So, anyway, well, thank you so much. Make sure thank that you. you give Ed a follow. Go download his thirty um, video ideas in thirty seconds or whatever. That's yeah. how. It was sounds tantalizing. If you have any other questions, if you're watching this later, I meant to say this in the beginning and I messed up, but if you have any other questions, go ahead and add them in these comments. Um, I'm sure Ed is happy to come back later and check them and give you whatever answers and I'll look at them as well. Yeah. And thank you guys so much for watching. I'll see you later. Thank you. Take care. Bye. everyone. Okay. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Real Estate Coffee Talk. If you enjoyed it, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps. If you'd like to be featured on the show, you can get that information right in the show notes. Be sure to tune in next week for another new episode. And until then, keep your dreams big and your mugs full. See you next week.